Hey, this is Claire from 89X. I'm sitting with Aaron Bruno of AWOL Nation fame. How are you doing today? Good. How are you? I'm doing quite well. You just had an awesome set on the Witch stage here at Bonnaroo today. I'm glad you thought so. <laughs> Did you think so? I think so. Uh, you know, but I don't know what, what y'all are hearing out there. I just know how it feels on stage and stages never sounded quite as awesome as it sounds out there. So you never know. Well, you definitely were able to get some people moving, even the uh, 95 degree That was just a fest, really, for the audience. I was like just a ray beam of heat and fury right in everybody's eyes and souls. So I felt really bad for everybody in the audience, honestly. I had a fan on stage, but I was trying to not let it blow too hard on my shirt so I didn't look like Scott Stapp <laughs> or someone else, you know, that would be lame like that, I guess. But yeah, it was a great time. And and. Now we're uh, just winding down here. The sun's about to go down, hopefully soon. And uh, check out Robert Plant. Yeah, definitely. That's the goal. Definitely. So I want to talk a little bit about your new album, Run, because I'm kind of obsessed with it. Yes. All the songs on it are so good individually, but together as an album, they've just come together so great. Thank you. Um, Thank you for listening to it as an album. That was my goal, is to make an album that you have to listen to front to end, you know? It definitely works that way. And there's lots of peaks and valleys and highs and lows yeah. as you're listening to it don't like to compare to things but it kind of reminded me of like an old pink floyd experimental wow. that's too kind yeah, <laughs> really cool your first album was so successful yeah. how did that affect writing this one and was there a lot to live up to or pressure when you were writing uh it just depended on the morning you know that i woke up it was either horrifying or exciting i think maybe that shows on the record it was nice to kind of have erratic emotions and ups and downs, as you mentioned. and um, But, you know, all along, trying not to take myself too seriously at the end of the day, it's music I'm making, and um, it's supposed to be kind of lighthearted and playful, even though it's kind of intense emotionally at times. You know, I never thought Sale was going to be a song that anyone heard and was certainly an outlier on, on the record and at radio, of course. And so I felt like I did have a little bit of an artistic get-out-of-jail-free card to make this record and kind of freak people out and do whatever I wanted and push it as far as I could. Yeah. Um, all the while being aware that I want to stay current and continue this awesome radio run that we've had, no pun intended. And so here we are. Yeah, it was, it was scary but also exciting. And I just kept my head down and... I never expect or assume people are going to like what I do. I just, I want, I want to love it myself. And if I do, I find that I'm such an obsessed music fan that there's got to be other people that will kind of dig it as well. Well, I think you hit the nail on the head. So speaking of the album, I have to ask you who Ryan is. Ryan is your everyman friend, you know. It's, everyone's got a Eeyore of a friend that is always kind of down on his luck. In such an intense album, I thought it was just a nice way to bring the human aspect of relationships forward. Right. And um, maybe subtly explore the idea that we're all the same and we all have the same kind of knucklehead friends and beautiful friends and positive friends and negative friends. And just to throw them on there, you know, he left me that voicemail, both of them, in the middle, of, in the beginning of making the record. Just when I needed something to transition from run into fat face, and that seemed perfect. So he left me this voicemail. I'm like, yes, I'm going to throw this on there. And then towards <laughs> the end, I was kind of at a loss on how to connect the dots of the end of it. And he left me another one. And I didn't tell him. And so So he didn't know until no, he listened to the album? No, he didn't know until I showed him in my house at a party, completely yeah. wasted. <laughs> and I hadn't showed anyone anything yet. And he didn't know what, what to think, I don't think. And he'll leave me messages now where you could tell that he's insecure because he knows he may make it on my next Right. Stuff. I mean, I'd never do it again. Shredding lightly. Yeah, it, it happened and it'll never happen again, obviously. But <laughs> that was that. And 
He was supposed to be here tonight, actually, but he couldn't make it because of work. So you preview a lot of your stuff with your friends and family before you... Some, okay. yeah, some friends and family, but not the label, of course. I just keep my head down until uh, I, I feel confident and know that it's ready and satisfied with the work I've done, you know, but I have no interest in what the business side of it thinks at all. Awesome. Well, you are doing an acoustic live acts performance with us before your show July 2nd at the Fillmore. Yeah. How does your acoustic set differ from your live? It's just really good, which I don't think is different, I hope. Uh, from the other <laughs> stuff, but it's fun. It's it's really moody and lazy, and it's because the set's so intense. So it's nice to kind of um, put on our slippers and relax and showcase uh, a different side of these songs. There's quite a few more acoustic or stripped down raw moments on this record, so it's a little easier this time around to find the right songs to play in these situations. Awesome. Well, we look forward to seeing you there, and thanks for taking the time to speak with me. Thanks for having me. 89X.